an audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The Pinnacle of Sound Experience. Jacked and Canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the sports roundtable of Jack and Canned. John, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Doing good, man. We're actually recording from the studio room over here, the room that Kolbs ended up sleeping in. We'll talk more about it on the Jack and Canned show because this is the sports (laughs) roundtable episode. But I am recording for the first time ever with the new internet and router setup, Kolbs. So hopefully it's better than the last time we tried to do this, what, about four or three months ago. Uh, but I'm doing good, man. How you doing tonight? I'm hanging in there, buddy. We got a, uh, we got a little who's on top on the way. Oh, you already know it, baby. So where should we start? Oh yes. I know where exactly where to start. Kolb's least favorite sport. Yeah. MLB who's on top Kolb's. You're going to love this segment because we don't really have too much to say. Uh, ladies and gents, it's the World Series. Yes. I was about to ask if it got there yet. I haven't heard shit since the Yankees got eliminated. Oh, thanks. Thanks for pointing that particular part. Uh, that, that wasn't actually a shot at you, just legitimately, because that's the only team I've heard anything about this whole postseason. They got eliminated, and it, it was like baseball disappeared off the face of the, the whole planet. Not only did they get eliminated, but they got swept. 4-0 in that series. The Yankees yeah, I ended up didn't checking look- up on that. Oh, the Yankees did not look good at all in that, <laughs> but it is the Phillies versus the Astros. Uh, one of the last roundtable episodes that we did, I was kind of pulling for the Phillies, so nothing changes there. Phillies, let's get that job done. And I am not a Philly fan. I just kind of like how everybody's meshing over there. I was pulling for the Cardinals originally. But anyhow, that's besides the point. They didn't make it. They're not on top. Phillies, Astros, we're going to find out who's on top. Game one starts this Friday, October 28th, uh, we're going to see who's victorious in game one. Kolbs shifting over to the NFL. Ooh, 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 ooh. How many oohs can I do? Well, How I mean, many oohs? There, there would be eight because there's eight divisions. Okay, I think I gave seven, so I'm going to end it with this one. Ooh, yes. So that's eight <laughs> divisions right there. NFL standings, we got the AFC East. We got the Bills sitting on top at 5-1. and one. Not really far behind them is the Jets at 5-2. and two. And, yes, it's because the Bills played one less game, and the Bills might be handed an L in their next contest here as they go against Green Bay. But we'll talk more about that in a little bit. It Kolb starts to smile because he's like, hell no, John. Hold on, Kolb. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Bills five and one, Jets five and two, Dolphins four and three, the Patriots three and four. Pat the pat the wow, that was like a half Boston accent. The Pat the Pat. I don't even know what kind of accent that is, but the Pat's coming off of a pretty wild loss. Uh, Mac Jones getting benched. Who knows if it was injury related? Because I know he had a little something going on before the game. But Zappy going in there throwing two picks. One of which one of them not even his fault at all. One of them is a lame pick. Uh, Colts, what's your takeaways from the AFC East? 
Uh, yeah, that was one of the worst losses I've seen, like, to date. The Bears have not been able to move the ball at all, and somehow New England, who has a very good defense, let Chicago just do whatever the hell they wanted. And, you know, I got to think that Mac Jones got sat because Mac Jones didn't deserve to keep playing. However, I see that they're going to start Mac Jones again this week against the Jets, which to me just doesn't make any sense. Now, wow. Zappy didn't play particularly great. He started off great, but then he ran into a real flaw in his own game that he's going to have to work on. You got to put the ball in the air far enough that they can't all get tipped at the line because pretty much all of his interceptions just got tipped at the line and then got picked off by a linebacker. It's like, well, dude, you got to put the ball somewhere where the linemen are not. <laughs> but That's true. Yeah, that, that's about the only takeaway I got because outside of that, I mean, Buffalo looks really good. I'm excited to see Tua back. The Dolphins are looking. I, I think we're going to see some better stuff out of them. And, you know, uh, the Jets are exciting, at least, if nothing else. The Brees so Hall the, injury sucks, though. Brees Hall injury sucks, but James Robinson taking over. I know he's probably not going to be a big uh, thing here for the first week with the Jets, and they're probably going to no, no, they'll be Carter. they'll be playing Michael Carter. I picked him up in our fantasy league, by the way. I grabbed Ooh. Michael Carter. Yeah. All right. Cole's picking him up. I'm in the other fantasy league, and we won't get too much into it for the sake of time, but I did have ETN, and I did have James Robinson, so I'm kind of smiling, Cobes, in that money league because James Robinson, let's face it, after a couple weeks, Michael Carter, who knows? He might end up being uh, the second back over there in New York. We'll see how that goes. Um, Cobes, going over to AFC West, uh, what was your old saying about the Chiefs? <laughs> They're better than you. Yeah, apparently the Chiefs are better than you. Yes, you. If you're tuning into us from your car, wherever the hell you're tuning in. <laughs> yeah, whoever Chiefs, you are, the Chiefs are better than you. You you specifically, and guess what? <laughs> me and Colbs ain't ex- exempt at all. all no, right? no, the They're, Chiefs are better than me. Yeah, the Chiefs are better than me. I like that. <laughs> They're better than we. So the Chiefs sitting at 5-2, and two, Chargers at 4-3, and three, Raiders at 2-4, and four, the Broncos at two and five. Colbs, what's a quick takeaway for you for for this division? Uh, the Chiefs are better than you. The Raiders. <laughs> I, the the Raiders. We have should an just leave it there. Game. We should right, leave it okay, there. Okay. You know what? Right. Go ahead. Right, we'll come back to them next week, and we'll see. We'll see if there's a different take. So AFC West takeaway there is the Chiefs are better than you. All right, we're gonna go over to the NFC North. Uh, AFC North. We got the Ravens. On top over there, four and three. The Bengals at four and three. We got the Browns at two and five, and the Steelers at two and five. Everybody's pretty much the same record over there. Um, it, well, we're kind of at the bottom of the order: two and five, two and five, four and three, four and three. Coles, what's your takeaway? Uh, it's just pissing me off because the the Ravens really should be six and one right now. The idea that they're a four and three team just doesn't make any sense. And now they're they're going to go play a game in Tampa here on Thursday night, tomorrow night, and I'm excited for it, but. Oh, God, you don't want to end up being four and four because now Tom Brady's pissed kind of thing. And they put themselves in this position where that very well could happen. Like, yes, Tampa has looked terrible. But if Baltimore, you got to you got to play better. You just got to play better. That's the only thing I really got for that division because the rest of it. I mean, Cincinnati, keep chugging away, buddy. But you're still not going to be a playoff team. Ooh, we're going to see how that ends. AFC South 4 and 2, the Colts interesting right here at 3-3 and 1. I think you know why I said interesting. We'll come back to that in a moment. Jaguars at 2 and 5, Texans 
my uh, Super Bowl 10 cent or 20 cent bent, whatever the hell it was, is still still has a little bit of hope. They're at one four and one uh, Colts. I said interesting there for the Colts because Matt Ryan talking about people getting benched, huh? Sounds like they got the backup quarterback in there. Sam Ellinger. Help me out with the last name because I hack everybody's name. Ripping. Oh, no, never mind. Uh, yes, Ellinger. No, okay. no, Rippin, Rippin was the guy that was starting in Denver last week. That, oh. That's what, uh, yeah, that's what happened there. Copes isn't feeling good, ladies and gents, so that's why he he got that one yeah. right there. So we'll give him a free pass on that. Copes, what's your takeaway from the AFC South? Uh, God, it's just the most boring division once again in football. Let's like, leave it there. Let's leave okay. that there. Too. Fair enough. NFC, Chief, let's roll. Chiefs are better than you, and uh, AFC South. Most boring division. Just go away, AFC Uh, South. Just fuck off. There we go. NFC East. Okay, Coach, you got to admit here, this is the most interesting division in the NFL. Let me get into it first here before I get your thoughts. Eagles at 6-0, Giants at 6-1, the Cowboys at 5-2. Now, I know a lot of people ruled out the Commanders, but they are on a two-game winning streak. Uh, Taylor Heineke. keep, Keep rolling them out. They're they're not doing anything. I All look right. at the other three teams in that division. They're, they're not, not going to do they're shit gonna there. Do anything in the division? I'm just saying they're a tough team sitting at three and four uh, right. in comparison to the rest of the league. I mean, dude, you put them in the NFC West, they are in contention. You put them in the NFC North, they're in contention. In the NFC South, they're in contention. They'd be fighting well, yeah, for it's first the place. Because the NFC is terrible, dude. I don't understand this, man. I really thought that the NFC East was going to be like the worst of the bad of the NFC, and it turns out that that's just where all the good teams are this year. It's like, oh, I mean, I still don't quite understand how New York is as good as they are, but I mean, we're going to find out a little bit about them here when they go to Seattle on Sunday, and uh, Dallas with Dak Prescott back, they're going to be just fine. You'll see Dallas in the postseason. Philadelphia has looked like the best team in the NFC by a mile so far this year. Oh, I yeah. think that's going to continue. NFC West, talking about Seattle. Guess who's on top? Yes. My fucking your Seahawks. The Seahawks. Colts' dreams of scoring some nice draft picks and maybe trading off DK and Tyler Lockett, even though you didn't oh, say whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, Yeah, you no, I never that. wanted that. I just wanted us to be 3-14 and 14 for a season <laughs> so I could get a quarterback for the future. Jesus, don't trade away DK on me. <laughs> but that's not a possibility right now, Colts. Watch, the trade deadline comes, and I just jinxed it. Seattle sitting on top over there, 4-3, and two-game winning streak. Uh, they have scored so far throughout this season 183 points, an electric Electric offense led by Geno Smith and Colbs. You know that I love it. I love every moment of that because I was telling you, had in every major quarterback stat. It's unbelievable. I'm going back to some of our podcast recordings when Uh, you can go ahead and totally tear me down with everything that I said because I have absolutely shit on this dude. And he's what was I hopeful? I was hopeful for Geno Smith. Uh, okay cool you got one out of like 46 tries at least it was my guy like i mean jesus i don't understand how this is happening but it's working for me and honestly i would now say that we are led by kenneth walker the third because holy shit that kid is good he is electric hey we got the <laughs> we got the rams in there three and three 49ers three and four cardinals three and four Colts. this nfc west is kind of interesting to me because <laughs> my take on it the rams they're dangerous, and if they figure it out, they could run with it. 
dude, the 49ers, dangerous. They got the weapons now. If they figure it out, they run with it. And the same thing with the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins comes back, comes back after suspension, and everybody's like, oh, he'll probably ease into it. No, he's almost got 10 receptions on the day and almost 100 yards already. Welcome back. Yeah. Dude, what's up with this? What's your takeaway? Because this is a loaded division. It, it really is, and that's that. That's the one thing that I think is kind of giving people like a little bit of a sleep right now. A lot of people are just writing off, especially like especially Arizona and LA. People are still kind of behind San Fran. Like, oh well, they're get they're still just kind of getting it figured out. I, I agree, but. The Rams, they're coming off a bye here this week where they, they play the Niners, so we're going to see what they look like. And Arizona, look, think about it this way. When they when they have all their receivers there and healthy, they've now got DeAndre Hopkins, they've got Hollywood Brown, and they've got uh, they've Robbie. got uh, Robbie Anderson. Like, there's some stuff there. <laughs> like, Arizona has the ability to make a lot of points happen. Just keep an eye out on them, too. Colbs, NFC North, we got the Vikings sitting on top over there. Another sleeper team. No one seems to be really talking about the Vikings at No, all. nor should anybody because, honestly, like I'd say they're better than the Giants, but I, I don't think the, – the funny thing is I really think this is, this is a three-team league right now. I really think because I we'll, – we'll see. I'll give you a spoiler alert. The Vikings are fourth in my power rankings. It's just because there's nobody else that I can put above them. It's like – we know yeah. about the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles, and then it's like, it, I guess the Vikings? Huh? Well, they're looking pretty damn good. They do got some weapons, Coles. You can't dismiss that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got weapons, but uh, that doesn't that doesn't constitute that you're a great team. And they've been uh, like they've been having victories against eh, teams, and it hasn't been by much. I mean, we have not seen the Vikings look dominant in a football game yet. Well, that might turn around this week. We got the Vikings five and one, Packers three and four, Bears three and four, Lions one and five. What about the Packers, Bears, Lions? Any takeaways for them? Uh, the Packers, I I think actually you're probably going to miss the postseason. And Oof. I mean, the the Lions, God, if their defense was any better, they would actually be a legitimate kind of NFC style threat. And the Bears, I I don't know what they just did last week, but they're they're not good, dude. The Lions. Their offense has been stopped the past two weeks. Yeah, that's a good point. They they really have totally gotten bottled up. I mean, I know that they've been missing DeAndre Swift, but that and I didn't St. Brown realize. He's been out both games. Oh, I didn't realize game. that he missed both of them. Yep, he's been out both. He started the last game. He had like one reception. He got hit. They took him out for a concussion protocol, even though he didn't have a concussion because there's a new thing going on. If anybody shows any symptoms or signs, they're going to pull yeah. you out of the game. Yep. So, which is understandable, but we're going to see what happens over there. Colbs, another interesting division, and it shouldn't be interesting at all. The Bucks should be running away with this. NFC South, <laughs> the Bucks three and four, Falcons three and four, Panthers. Oh yes, PJ Walker with two touchdown passes. My God, yes. God, that gets me so jazzed, and I hope he has another outstanding performance so he can remain the starting quarterback because they named him the starting QB even though Baker might have been questionable questionable, and Sam Darnold. So, PJ, if you have an outstanding performance, you will remain the starting quarterback. No pressure. Uh, and we got the Saints rounding it out at 2-5. and five. Goals, takeaway for this. 
Uh, you know what's funny is even though the records are piled up like that, I still think the Bucks are already running away with this division just because that division's absolute like hot dog oh. shit. Oh man, I think I just had a little bit of wine come through my nose. I took a sip and Cope said they're running away with it, even though everybody's bundled up. Because I agree with you, I think the Bucks got it in the bag. Uh, Cope, that is the NFL. Who's on top, buddy? What do we got going on in the world of power rankings? What changed up on your list? Because this past week, I feel like it was upset central. Like everything happened and it was super random. What's the top 10 looking? All right, John, at number 10, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at four and three. I do think that they will inevitably be taking a step backwards from there, but that is where they currently get to stand. Okay. Number nine, the Los Angeles Chargers coming off of a Pretty bad looking loss to Seattle um, in LA. So I, I had to penalize them there. Number eight, the Miami Dolphins. They got two a back. And look, after the first drive, Miami didn't look quite as gifted offensively, but they're going to be able to get that back. I, I really truly believe that Miami's going to be a pretty dominant force here in this NFL. Number seven, the Baltimore Ravens, who should be six and one and just been fucking around too much. Number six, the New York Jets. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I never thought when we started this podcast that I would hear you say the New York Jets on the John, power rankings list. They were there last list. week. They were at number nine. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, as frequent, <laughs> it's becoming a norm is what yeah. I'm getting at. I, I, I am worried thought. about the Brees Hall injury for them, what okay. that's going to do for the rest of their season. But for the time being, I don't have reason to take them out of here yet. Their defense is still stellar regardless. Number five, the New York Giants, who I really don't think are going to be there much longer. But for the time being, they get to be there because they're 6-1. and one. Number four, the Minnesota Vikings, who, again, I don't think should probably be considered the fourth best team in the league. But yet again, you look at the rest of the league and you're like, well, nobody else is doing any better. And then number three, where we get to the good teams, the Philadelphia Eagles, number two, the Kansas City Chiefs, and number one, the Buffalo Bills. John, that is the power rankings for this week, and we will now move over to the picks from last week and for this week. All right, John. So for last week, I always like to give you a little bit of everything. So for win-loss, I went nine and five. For spreads, I went eight and six. And for over-unders, I went eight and six. So we stayed above 500, but not by as much as I would have liked. But in the picks that matter here, John, I went four and one. John, you went three and two. Damn it. And Sparky went three and two. So we're for the season. I have us all listed out here, John. I am currently win loss. I am 66 and 41. For the spread, I am 57 and 49. For over-unders, I am 62 and 45. For the season in our picks, John, I am 21 and 14. You are 17 and 18, and Sparky is 15 and 20. So that is where we currently stand going into week eight of the NFL season. John, you're muted. Sorry, Sparky's yelling at me in my freaking ear, and the dude hasn't stopped. And Sparky, what do you what do you want to tell him? Because you can't just you can't mute the mic on an audio winning podcast, okay? What do you want to say to Colbs? Shut your mouth. Shut your freaking mouth. You little baby. Okay, I had to just mute myself again, Colbs. Sparky, I'm done with this, Colbs. 
Um, I just got a message. This is getting really complicated because Sparky doesn't want to show his face because he's so upset because he's in last place. Not only did he have Jack subbing in for him, now he has Jack's cousin named Jacka. So this is Jacka the Pumpkin. Jack of the Pumpkin. All right. Jack of the Pumpkin is now subbing in for the week. And what I'm told is Jacka has a special message for you inside the pumpkin that we're going to reveal after the picks here. So, Colbs, let's go ahead and kick us off with the picks. All right. Pick number one, we have Miami at Detroit. Miami is minus three. John, I think that Miami is going to get their offense cranking this week. And keep in mind that Miami is one of the best defenses in the league. I think that they will be keeping Detroit locked up a little bit here. I have Miami minus three. John, what do you got? Miami. All right. And what does Jacka the Pumpkin got? (laughs) Oh, Jack is coming out with a strong head. Holy frig, smiley face and all. All right, that is Miami as well. Game number two, we have the New England Patriots at the New York Jets, and had it not been for me hearing that Mac Jones is starting this game, I would have picked New England here. I actually had New England picked and then was informed that they're going to be starting Mac Jones, and I said, okay, never mind. I am taking the Jets, who are a a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. So, John, I have the Jets. Who do you got? I'm going to take the Jets. All right, and what does Jack of the Pumpkin have? Jack has got heads again. All right. That is New England. All right. Game three. We've got the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Uh, Tennessee is a one and a half point favorite here. I have Tennessee. I think that. Sparky, chill. I do think that Tennessee wins this game and they're probably going to win by more than a point. Oh, frig. Colts, I couldn't even hear you. Tennessee and who? Freaking Houston. Houston. Well, you know what? I got Houston going to the Super Bowl, so I might as well pick Tennessee. All right. <laughs> and what is Jacka the pumpkin like? Oh, Jacka. Upside tails down, on this one. Tails. He likes Houston. You know, I was thinking he was a smart pumpkin after taking New England because that one might actually come true for him, but uh, Houston. All right, game four, we got the San Francisco 49ers at the L.A. Rams. The Niners are favored by two. I think coming off of a bye, the Rams will be able to start getting back into winning form at home against the Niners. I've got the Rams here, John. Who do you got? The Niners. All right, and what does Jack of the Pumpkin say? Heads up. All right, you guys are both with San Fran there. And game five, we have the New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. It is the Seahawks minus three. Uh-oh. John, I think this is where it ends for the Giants. Oh. I Yeah, I know. I almost hate saying it, but I legitimately think to myself, the, the electric offense the Seahawks have put together since Kenneth Walker's been in the lineup regularly contributing, I don't think that there's an answer coming back at home with the Giants team that, I mean, they they played very well this year, but I, I think that they're due for a loss, and Seattle, I think, has actually played better than a 4-3 and three team, as much as it almost hurts me to say it. Culps, I get the Giants. Daniel Jones just rushed for over 100 yards. Mobile quarterback, plus he could get it done in the air. Saquon's there. having an outstanding season. Let's see what happens. Fair enough. All right. What Tell does Jack the Pumpkin say? All right, so he's with me with Seattle. So, all right. Um, um, Kobe. Kobe. Yes. Yes. Jacka wants to say hello. Hi, Jacka. Hi, Kobe. Um, Kobe, I have a message for you, Kobe. 
Can you read this to everyone, please? Will you be my pumpkin? I love you. Oh, I love you, Kobe. Yes, yes, Kobe. Messing for Kobe. Yes, Kobe. Yes. Okay, Jacket. Thank is, you. Thank you. Jack is so nice. Like, does he need to stay in like a straight jacket or some shit? Like, what, what was going on over there? <laughs> Well, Jack has got some things going on, Colbs, and he really appreciates very Jack, repetitive. Appreci- he's very competitive, but he's very compassionate. No, no, repetitive, as in he oh. says the same thing pretty much over and over. <laughs> I thought you said competitive. I said, yes, he's competitive and compassionate. And uh, is that right, Jacket? Yes, I'm very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colbs, you know what? I never picked up on that. Very repetitive. Uh, Colbs. <laughs> is that going to close out our sports roundtable? Yes, episode? please. Like, just oh, we kill this. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Jacked and Canned.